Coming up on today's show, we'll highlight steps you can take now to help you achieve a comfortable retirement. Yes, it all starts with a plan. Stay tuned. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam Jules. Welcome to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton along with Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel of the Duel Financial Strategies Group with over a score of years of experience. We are back once again here in the Fox Valley to talk to you about retirement planning uh, with their retirement lifestyle review that they will do for you. We'll give you the phone number later on. But first of all, we're talking about plans. That is the uh, big story of uh, segment number one here, Sam, and getting ready for retirement is a process that has very few absolutes. We all know that, but the good news is there's some guideposts that can help uh, our audience save for retirement and make sure that the money that you and the audience saves uh, takes you all the way through retirement, and that's uh, the purpose which determines placement, uh, if you will, uh, that Dual Financial Strategies wants to do. And Sam, it all starts with creating a plan with a financial advisor. No do-it-yourselfer here uh, in this uh, situation, right? Not usually, Chuck. I mean, most of the time when you get to that point where you're getting ready to retire, your your main thing that you're trying to do there is kind of, it's, it's, it's several fold, but first of all, we're obviously trying to preserve the money because we've got to be able to preserve that principal as well as possible so that it will generate income for you. And you certainly have a hard time generating income on a principal source that's being depleted. So you've got this big pile of money that you save during your working years. Well, we need to turn that, that money into a paycheck basically, but be very, very careful about going about forming a financial plan. No offense intended to anyone out there, but there's a lot of people that call themselves financial advisors who really are nothing more than product salesmen. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you folks, a prospectus for a mutual fund or a variable annuity is not a financial plan. A financial plan takes into account the investments last. The last thing you need to be talking about with a financial advisor is what investments are we going to be using. You need to be figuring out the plan about how we're going to fund your lifestyle first. And how do we want to fund your lifestyle? Who are you? Do you have all of the ancillary things in place? Do you have estate planning done? Do you have a good handle on your tax ramifications, both present and future. Do you understand how you're going to go into retirement and how you're going to live your lifestyle? That's a financial plan, Chuck. That's a retirement lifestyle plan. It's a lot different than being sold some product that's going to help the salesman a lot, maybe not do so much for you. Absolutely. And Andy, you can help yourself too by uh, getting yourself out of debt. That would help as you prepare for retirement, right? Debt's an interesting thing. Um, depends on the type of debt. And so when we look at how much money you have, I mean, this is often a question we get where people have a little bit of a mortgage left and they go into retirement. They feel like they would rather not have that debt. Um, and the the challenge I might make would be if the money is in your left pocket and it's earning interest for you somewhere and your mortgage is in the right pocket, does it make sense for you to give a huge chunk of that money away to the bank and no longer make interest where it's paying you and lose that option or opportunities with that money? when you can still service the debt just fine. Now this obviously comes down to how much is the interest that you're paying, but most people 
did go in and when interest rates were low, um, reduce their interest rates to get them to incredibly low interest rates. And so if you're able to find a place where you can make a little bit more interest than you can what you're paying, it may behoove you to hold on to the money in your pocket, not give it to the bank. And especially because a lot of you might run into the situation of um, if you are on Social Security and no longer have income coming in, like W-2 or 1099 income coming in, banks look at you a little bit differently and they might be less apt to loan you money if you want it or need it for something. If you don't have actual income coming in, it's just Social Security. So these are sort of nuances to take a look at. Now, if it's just too emotional for you and you feel like you really need to get rid of the debt because you just can't handle it, then that's an emotional thing that you got to come up with and deal with. But um, for the most part, most people, if they've got the money in the in their one pocket and it's earning for them, we generally say, leave your mortgage if that's a possibility. Absolutely. We're talking to Sam Dool, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel here of Dual Financial Strategies about uh, helping yourself, uh, saving for retirement. And you can, uh, Luke, by creating some tax-diversified sources of income too, right? You can, Chuck. I mean, we talk a lot about in the investing world, diversifying your allocation. So the things that you hold, which is really important. But another area that's really important is diversifying your income sources. So when we talk about income sources, we're talking about the different tax qualifications, the types of accounts you have, and then the rules when you pull that out from a tax perspective. So maybe you've got, you know, a 401k or an IRA where you're going to pay taxes when that money comes out in retirement. But along with that, you want to have some diversification and also maybe have some Roth 401k, some Roth IRA. And um, the other tax bucket that's out there is like non-qualified or what we call non-retirement money. So the advantage to having these different types is that as you approach or get up near the top of a tax bracket, you can pull from a different source. You can really plan and strategize to keep as much of that money, that retirement money in your pocket and not give Uncle Sam any extras and another thing to consider when we're talking about these different tax buckets is for those of you that are employed that have access to the 401k and are making contributions continue to do that continue to get that free match money um, if you can't get there right now you know consider increasing your contribution every year until you get to a point where you're getting that maximum match and then ultimately can start to maximize the contributions into that account but once you've got um, all of the match that you can uh, with your company, consider moving on and starting to let that money tip over into some of that tax-free, um, like a Roth IRA, starting a Roth IRA, so that when you're in retirement, you've got many different buckets, many different types of money that you can pull out to save some tax revenue. Absolutely. Good uh, advice there, Luke. Well, Sam, uh, we do need health care as we approach retirement especially when we're looking ahead to uh, when we're not working and not getting the benefits of our employer. What about the theory or the uh, reality of opening up a, a health savings account? Uh, we are huge fans of health savings accounts or what they would traditionally call an HSA. Um, if you are sitting there now and you're starting to close in on that window of retirement, let's say that you're whatever, you're five, six, seven years out. Uh, I think one of the best things you can do for yourself, if you qualify for an HSA, because you have to be in a certain type of health care plan in order to qualify for one, but if you do, 
Contributing to an HSA, I believe, is one of the best things that you can do. I believe it's better in some regards than even worrying about upping your retirement savings and things like that. Because think about it, folks. I mean, the money's going to come from somewhere. If you got a medical expense, it's coming out of some pocket. Well, the beautiful thing about the HSA is that it's a triple tax-free type of an entity. Because when you put money in there, it's all pre-tax. So in other words... 100% of the money goes to work. Then the growth on it is tax deferred, and then the withdrawals are tax free as long as they are used for qualified medical expenses. So HSAs, <clears throat> huge fan, maximize those things as much as you possibly can uh, in the years going up to retirement, and just do everything you can to get as much money in that HSA as possible. And I think as a follow-up, Andy, protecting and preserving your assets is a key, especially if you do need it for healthcare. Oh, absolutely. I think one of the biggest lack of planning that happens for most people going into retirement is they don't take into account how much health care can cost um, and the ancillary things that are beyond what Medicare pays or your um, supplementals will pay. Um, they are there are lots of articles now coming out that you're somewhere between 250 and $300,000 is what you're going to need to come up with on the outside of your medical plan for the ancillary costs associated. That's not even counting if we were to go into some sort of a long-term care benefit. And there's a lot of things to discuss there, but just be mindful that um, there are lots of expenses that don't get covered and that's why this retirement time in your life can be such a huge puzzle and it really takes people that understand retirement in great depth and that's what we focus on because it really needs to be something that that is what a advisor does is work in that area there are lots of great advisors out there but not not all of them specializes in retirement so just be aware of that all right luke you're going to be on a fixed income when you're retired and i do this myself by getting created, uh, creative with reducing expenses. For example, every six months or so, I call my television provider uh, who uh, does my wireless and uh, also um, phone and television and say, hey, cut me a break here. I'm on a fixed income. Uh, mm -hmm. These are some of the things you can do, but some of the other things, right, that uh, uh, looking ahead to retirement you can do to cut your expenses? Yeah, this is this is a great time to start looking at that. I mean, first and foremost, I'll echo the message of Andy that she talked about earlier, just reducing that debt down. But if you've got that in order, you know, you've got the debt reduced. Now, what else? What are some things that you can do? Um, I think a big one today is the automatic subscriptions that were, you know, tied to. I mean, having an automatic savings where you're automatically paying yourself into a retirement account, that's great. But some of these automatic subscription services, um, you know, those are things that we kind of forget about. And so that's something that you can you can turn off. Um, energy costs are a big piece of, you know, our monthly budgets, our expenses. So, you know, you may consider having like a home energy audit where someone comes in and just takes a look at, you know, what areas are maybe less efficient, um, just so you're aware of you know, how, are the costs just kind of literally flying out the window? So those are some things that you can do that are kind of outside of the box. And you brought up a good one too, uh, Chuck, and just reaching out to some of these companies and asking for a redu reduced rate, because if you go somewhere else, they're going to lose you altogether. And a lot of times they, they want to keep you and they'll do everything they can to do that. Absolutely. And uh, we want to keep our listeners uh, enthralled, Sam, on what you can do for them. Well, we want to just sit down with you and talk about your particular situation. We call it a retirement lifestyle review, but really that's just kind of a long word for a chat. 
just sit down, have a chat. You can come to our Appleton office. You can come to our Green Bay office and visit with one of us. Sit down with Luke. Sit down with Andy. Sit down with myself. And we'll talk about what you want to talk about. No agenda. No specific defining things that we're going to, to do. Just talk. Because what we find is that for most of you, you're going into a time where you're very confused. You've never done this retirement thing before. And the number one question that every one of you always has is, can I retire? Do I have enough money to retire? We find that in our first meeting together, we're almost always able to answer at least that rudimentary question for you. Uh, and then if you want to take it further, if you want to look at a portfolio evaluations, if you want to talk about some of the things that we can do, then we're happy to do that. But no selling, no pressure, no phony prospectuses from different companies trying to get you to buy the product of the week. It's just an honest to goodness, eyeball to eyeball, old fashioned talk among people. All right. And it's at no cost, no obligation. That's for sure. As you just heard Sam say, and the number is 866-203-7486. That's uh, how you reach the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies because they've got the your best interest in mind as fiduciaries, 866-203-7486. So pick up the phone right now uh, because it is all about your retirement. When you're listening to us here in the Fox Valley every week, you'll get that retirement lifestyle review again at no cost, no obligation when you come in and make an appointment with Sam, Andy, or Luke at Dual Financial Strategies. Once again, it's 866-203-7486. Well, the I word, Sam, is cropping up again. Yeah, it sure is. Rising inflation, Chuck. Uh, and it's really beginning to take its toll on most everyone, especially those of you that are in or near retirement. So when we'll come back, uh, we're going to outline just what kind of threat inflation is to your retirement, and we'll offer some tips to help you weather this rough. on your retirement. Chuck Caton here along with Sam Dool, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel of Dool Financial Strategies. They've had over a score of years of experience helping you in the Fox Valley help you to and through retirement with excellent consultation. 866-203-7486 is their number. And uh, we're going to talk about inflation because it's always there. It's just something we feel a little bit more or maybe a lot more today. Uh, it's in the news. It's in the supermarkets. It's at the car dealerships. It's everywhere. And it's great if you've saved a million dollars for retirement. Uh, but those are today's dollars. But inflation may be considered and factored into your retirement plan, and it has to be because uh, you're going to lose the purchasing power. And let's explore uh, what that means. Uh, and when we talk about a loss of purchasing power, what do we mean by that, Sam? Yeah, loss of purchasing power is is basically just you can't buy as much with a given dollar. The the, the basic definition of inflation is that there are too many dollars chasing too few goods. So if there are less widgets for sale than there are people who want to buy them, well, obviously that's supply and demand. So the price of the widget will go up. Well, the price of your dollar does not go up at the same time. So in other words, if you could buy a loaf of bread for $3, here a year ago, and now that same loaf of bread costs $4, well, you've had about a 33% loss in your purchasing power. And it's almost inevitable, the loss of purchasing power is almost inevitable because inflation almost always runs at a positive rate. And if you look back, for instance, 1952, uh, Consumer Reports gave an example that in 1952, the average price of a new car was $1,700. 
70 years later, in 2022, the average price of a new car is now over $47,000. So that is inflation. Uh, it certainly is, and it certainly rings true, and it rings a bell with me because that was the year I was born. And we had a 49 Pontiac with uh, the wood trim station wagon I, my parents had when I was a little baby. And I Woody, didn't realize. Woody wagon. There you go. And then let's fast forward to 1974 when I bought my second car. It was an Oldsmobile Cutlass for $3,400. And that was a brand new car. So yeah. you can see over that, what, 22-year period, uh, it doubled. But now it's gone crazy. I mean, let's th you talk about that. And so I guess, Andy, uh, we uh, relate this to uh, the effects of inflation compounding uh, the uh, effect uh, of uh, higher costs. And uh, so how does that go? Uh, let's, let's discuss this because people have to be aware of this uh, when they go into retirement because, you know, even a million dollars isn't a million dollars anymore. It's really not. I mean, in inflation can be devastating, and especially for retirement nest eggs, because it's not just that it rises over time, but that it actually does compound. So let's use an example. If inflation holds steady at 4% per year, prices might be expected to double in 25 years. But in reality, they actually double much closer to 13 years. So over the course of a long retirement, this compounding effect becomes much more pronounced. So in a 4% inflation rate, prices will just about quadruple in 25 years, meaning a static, uninvested portfolio of a million dollars will have purchasing power of maybe $250,000. So not to mention that you've actually also partnered with the IRS and they're going to get their fair share as well. It's something that we have to be very conscious of and, and work on. Um, I know that's something that we've focused on here for a number of years because of the tax uh, laws presently available. Um, so we have till 2025 under the current tax laws to do something regarding your qualified money. So it's important to work with somebody who knows and understands the tools that are out there and available, what the problem can be. And for most people, it, it is taxes as well as now we're getting into this hyperinflationary period that we have to deal with. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a double whammy, that's for sure. And we're talking, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with Andy Schooler and Sam uh, Duell and uh, Luke Van Abel about inflation and how you can try to combat it, especially if you're coming in uh, to the um, the red zone of retirement. Because I know that for a lot of people that retired back in 07, 08, that was a devastating time. And you're looking, Luke, for different ways of uh, being able to increase your portfolio. Are there ways to do it with growth investments? That's the question I think that people would walk in your door and, and want to ask you. Right. Traditionally, the growth investments, you know, those are the areas that are, are hardest hit in the inflationary time that we're in right now because, um, you know, there's an impact on future earnings as interest rates are beginning to rise. So we see that the growth stocks um, often get hit the hardest. Um, one area that, you know, from an investment perspective that you can shift towards is more of a value focus, value type stocks. Some other areas might be real estate, you know, commodities, precious metals, things like that in proper proportions, easy for me to say, um, and kind of shifting away from those growth focused stocks that are you know having more trouble during these times yeah it's a very very interesting proposition when we talk about trying to get ahead of inflation i don't know sam how you can get ahead of 
the inflationary figure, we're told it's 8.6%. Uh, 8 I think it's a lot more than that right now. And that leads me to the next question for a retiree who's looking ahead uh, to collect Social Security whenever he or she wants to, whether it's right off the bat at 62 or waiting till the maximum at age 70. That cost, uh, you know, I like cola. I don't drink cola, but I like collecting cola uh, when yeah. it comes to the cost of living adjustments here. So let's discuss those because uh, even those, uh, when we project ahead to 2023, are supposed to go up magnificently, supposedly, but still not enough, especially when we consider uh, the increases that uh, will probably come with Medicare costs. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the things that that you want to keep in mind as you are mulling over when you want to start taking Social Security is that um, people just see this static number on their Social Security website information, right? So it just says, oh, at 67, your Social Security payment would be $2,850. Well, they figure, okay, $2,850, that's it. That's what I'm going to have to live on. But that's not the case because there is this thing called COLA, C-O-L-A, cost of living adjustment. And it comes into play every year on your social security payment if there is inflation. Now, for much of the 2000s, the cost of living adjustment on social security was small. It was, in some years, it was even non-existent. But now that we've had some inflation come in, in 2022, those of you that are on social security, you know that your payments were boosted by 5.9%. That was the highest bump in social security payments since 1981. And they are forecasting, Chuck, for 2023. Some are forecasting a, a, a COLA adjustment as high as 8%. That's all well and good except for the fact that inflation rose 8.6% so far. And like you said, an awful lot of people in the economic circles and that are not politicians trying to pander for a vote are saying that 8.6 number is hogwash. It's much, much higher than that. And those of you that are going to the grocery store, you are going to the gas stations, you are going all of these different places, try to book an airplane ticket today. It's, it's absolutely obscene the price of airline tickets, but it's because of inflation. So you can get an 8% bump in Social Security, but if inflation goes up 12, you're still behind the curve. But yes, you have to be careful with inflation. Don't allow it to destroy a retirement because there's a lot of ways to adjust your lifestyle for inflation. But at the same time, you have to be very aware of it and make the maximum use of the dollars that you have. Absolutely. So, Andy, as we wrap up this segment, uh, the bottom line is, as Sam said, making some adjustments, but also being smart as well. Well, I mean, let's face it, and the math of inflation can be a little bit daunting, but there are things that you can do to minimize its effects. The first step is understanding exactly how inflation works and how it how its effects are actually working on you. So the next is to ensure that your asset allocation can actually help and protect you from rising inflation over the course of your retirement. These are all planable things. You just need to work with somebody that actually has a great understanding and a number of tools that are independent. We are not subject to anyone telling us what we can or cannot use. So it's important that you work with a fiduciary that is someone that is going to look at all of your assets and be able to put that puzzle together specific for retirement. It's it's so important. Absolutely. And Sam, as Andy just hit the nail on the head about being independent, how important is that and uh, what could you do for our listeners? Well, we think being independent is crucial, Chuck, because it, it just helps us, we believe, uh, to better fit that fiduciary standard that you expect of us because you want to know that we are in fact doing what's in your best interest. That's the standard as a registered investment advisory firm 
in Andy, Luke, and Sam, us as investment advisor representatives of dual financial strategies, that's what we're seeking. That is what we are required to do. And I just think that it's very, very difficult to do that if you are working for someone else. I'm not going to name any names. You all know what the brokerage farms are that people work for. But there are too many instances in that area where people are being told what to push or you know the american mutual funds wholesaler salesmen coming in and taking the whole office out for golf well you can't tell me that that doesn't have some sort of an influence on people to maybe push a little business that way so we believe that staying independent not being beholden to particular companies not being beholden to particular products none of those types of things that allows us to be independent and it allows us to be much more open-minded so that's what we bring to everything that we do we believe that if you come in and visit with us we'll go through a little lifestyle retire our retirement lifestyle review with you we believe that will shine through we get that comment from all of you a lot People will say, boy, I wish I would have known this stuff 15 years ago. Or they'll say, this just feels different. I've never had a conversation like this where I didn't feel like I was pushed. I didn't feel like I was being sold something. I actually felt like I was being more counseled than anything. So I can tell you all of those things. We can talk about it on the radio week after week. You can listen to us talk about it. But friends, until you actually pick up that phone and call that telephone number that Chuck gives you, it's not doing you any good in the world. You can listen all you want to, but the only thing that's actually going to help you and the only way that we can look and see if you need any help and be honest with you about it is if you pick up the phone, make the appointment, get into the Green Bay office, get into the Appleton office, and let's just chat about it. Absolutely. And the way to do it with that phone number at no cost, no obligation, as Sam just said, is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And you'll get that retirement lifestyle review. And again, at no cost, no obligation. They're not going to twist any arms. In fact, you might come out with a little premium. The second printing of uh, Sam's book, which is entitled Purpose Determines Placement, is key and it'll be something that uh, will be uh, a guidebook for you on your retirement plan it's 866-203-7486 866-203-7486 because that book very very important and you can amplify on it for uh, a second here sam i know you'd like to jump in there but uh, what's going to happen in the next segment we don't want to do any sabotaging no, you know, the last thing you want to do is go to all this work to put together a retirement plan and then sabotage it. But we also understand that things happen and missteps occur. The good news is the behavior can be corrected. We're going to do a little how-to segment next. And we're back on a Dual Financial Strategy Show called Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, sitting in along with Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, and Luke Van Abel. And let's amplify before we get into this segment about your book, Purpose Determines Placement, uh, because it's in its second printing, and it is uh, basically a, a tremendous guide to uh, retirement planning. And that's something that people can get by calling 866-203-7486 and sitting down uh, with uh, any one of the three of you uh, when they make that appointment uh, to, to see you either in Green Bay or Appleton. Yeah, and we, we love being able to get you a copy of that book. And we've got, we get so many positive comments on it. It's just everybody that reads it says, number one, it was a very easy read. 
they like the fact that it is written in plain everyday people speak. It is not, uh, you know, it's not broker speak that's in there. Um, we don't, we just don't get into that. We don't go into that. We want to talk to you in the manner in which people talk to each other every day and not some foreign broker language that you don't know. And, and quite frankly, you don't care about. So I wrote the book like that to be very approachable, very readable, but we also wrote it to be a guide. We call it a nine step guide to see you to and through retirement. So it will help you get your affairs in order and it will help you get your priorities in order and start to identify the things that you really need to be thinking about uh and we're happy to get you a copy of the book as i said we've had great reviews on it great comments on it uh, it's in its second printing now so everything in it is up to date uh with current tax rules things of that nature so yeah give us a call get in to see us we'd be love to get you a copy of the book all right because sometimes we're our own worst enemies we know that and that could be especially true when it comes to saving for retirement because life happens you got kids in college you've got uh, flat tires you might get a new uh, air conditioning or heating system needed or a wedding to pay for and even everyday things like a mortgage and lots of other things like bills yeah, uh, you know, credit card at all. So the good news is we can change that behavior, and uh, we're going to tell you how here uh, with Sam starting with this question. Uh, do you have trouble planning ahead? In other words, a lot of people may not uh, see the forest for the trees when it comes to what they need for their retirement. Yeah, it's real hard because, first of all, you've never been retired, so it's hard to even envision that, right? It's hard to wrap your head around it. Um, so what i suggest i wrote an article it's this has been a number of years ago for uh, i think it was money.com or forbes.com one of the two uh, but i wrote an article for them uh, and i i basically i titled it i said look plan your retirement 30 days at a time because the vast majority of people do have a hard time planning ahead, and it's almost impossible to think forward and envision what it looks like 20 25 30 years from now so my philosophy is and the way i approach this every day is why don't we just do your retirement plan to be executed 30 days at a time. That's how you've lived your life. You get paid every two weeks. You paid your mortgage once a month. You paid your car payments once a month. You paid your electricity, your cell phone, go on, go on, go on. You paid all of that stuff once a month. You escrowed for your real estate taxes once a month. Well, why don't we do the same thing with your retirement? Why are we sitting down and going through these 117 page, you know, beautiful charts and graphs that you paid somebody $3,000 to put together for you that has absolutely no bearing on today? Mm -hmm. What about today? We need to plan for today and 30 days from now, and then 30 days from then, and then 30 days after that. If you will adopt that mindset, when you start thinking about retirement, you'll find it's much, much easier, and it is much less overwhelming. Absolutely. You don't want to sabotage, Andy, your retirement by giving up when the going gets tough. So I know that uh, that sounds like uh, an abstract, but uh, what do we mean by that? I mean, you're at different stages of life, but you still have to be looking at that uh, retirement horizon. Well, you do, and I know for younger generations, it seems like there's this wave of um, good savers that are watching their parents have, having gone through 2008 and have some struggles. And there's also not so great savers. And so we need to look at the, um, where do you fall into this curve of, have you been a good saver? Have you been diligent? Have you been putting money away into a 401k or have you been putting money into a Roth 401k um, or something on the outside? So 
don't fall into the thinking it's too late and you can't save anything. Start wherever you are because something is better than nothing. Now, understanding what tools are available and what be may be the best option for you, you may want to sit down with somebody, even if you don't have that much going yet, um, to see and make sure are you on the right path? Is it the you know Roth option or is it the traditional 401k that you should start with? Um, my thought is always anytime we can eliminate taxes or pay taxes in a known tax environment, then, then you have tax free later on is probably a better choice considering we're 30 plus trillion dollars in debt. Yeah, that's absolutely true. So uh, picking uh, money out of the right buckets is certainly key, and that's where they can help you. Dual financial strategies when you uh, uh, sit down and give them a call at 866-203-7486. We're talking about not sabotaging your own environment and uh, your own retirement in that environment that you want to live in. You want to be out on uh, either the golf course, the beach, but you don't want to... uh, uh, crip your lifestyle, right, Luke? Uh, so if you're overly optimistic about your budget, you could be in a little bit of trouble. Uh, don't overspend, but uh, be careful and cognizant, especially as you enter the retirement red zone. Yes, you do want to be careful during this time. And I think initially the propensity is to want to kind of underestimate what you think your expenses are going to be because there's advice out there that says, well, you only need 60% or 70% or 40% of whatever you're working income was. But what we find is that most of us going into retirement, we're not looking to take a big pay cut at that time. So there's, I think there's an important distinction between retirement expenses and what's your retirement lifestyle going to look like. So leading into retirement, you know, a tip here is to look at what have you been spending up to this point? We talk about planning retirement in a 30 day window. What are you spending on an average 30 day period of time? And um, then using that to determine what you're going to need for retirement and then ultimately you know if you're in a situation where maybe we are overspending a little bit we can dial it back from there but let's not go into retirement and assume that we're gonna you know we're all we're gonna have is the you know the phone the bills and this and that and you know our expenses are fifteen hundred dollars a month you're gonna live you're gonna do some other things so let's include those in there as well absolutely true and sam don't be a procrastinator because if you are pre-retirement it's going to be deadly in retirement I'll tell you, it's, it could be the absolute kiss of death for you if you have a very difficult time making a decision or doing things. And I would be just being absolutely, completely and totally transparent and honest with you. If you're a procrastinator, if you're, if you're one of those folks that your answer to everything is, I need to think about it, we probably can't help you. Mm-hmm. Because that has nothing to do with the person that you're engaging with. That has everything to do with you. Right. And if you go into retirement planning and say, oh, that looks like a great plan. We need to think about it. Oh, that looks like a great option. We need to think about it. The problem is you've never thought about it in your lives. That is your polite societal way of saying no. Mm-hmm. We're perfectly good with no. I would much rather hear no than to hear oh, I need to think about it because I need to think about it. That's your lie that you're telling yourself to make yourself feel better about the situation because you don't want to be as blunt as saying no. I don't, I'm sorry to be so blunt about that, but it's the God's honest truth, and I've seen it play itself out 
time after time after time over the last couple of decades. And what I've found is those of you that are procrastinators that can't make that decision, you're also some of the most miserable people in retirement. Yeah. Because you just can't get past that. And I've also found that you're typically not very successful in retirement because, again, you just can't bring yourself to make a decision or adapt to a new and different thing like right now. You can think about whether you want to go and pay $5.35 a gallon for gas all you want to, <laughs> but it don't make no difference because that's what you're going to pay if you want to actually drive instead of walk. Right. So procrastination, it can be a killer. Yeah, and to follow up on that, Andy, as we wrap this segment up, if you're not thinking like a retirement per, uh, person, and what does a retirement person think like, uh, you could be beyond the eight ball as well. Well, there's that. <laughs> From a standpoint of some people go into retirement and it's, very, very easy, and some people go into it, and it is very challenging. Um, they miss the social aspect of work. They miss the monetary aspect of work. They miss having that day-to-day -day schedule already set for them. Um, but I would challenge you and say, what do you enjoy doing? What do you find yourself doing on the weekends? Um, what do you end up I mean on the other side of that we have people that are like I have no idea how I had time to work I don't mm -hmm. I'm so busy now I can't even imagine having to throw a job into the middle of this so I guess just spend some time and really figure out what it is that you enjoy doing and how you are going to fill up your time because there is a cost associated with that time whether it's helping family traveling um, golfing I don't know, but whatever floats your boat, you need to figure it out because the, the closer determination that you can make to understanding how much your lifestyle is going to cost, it's so much easier to plan for. So if you know, even if we have to curb that or we, you know, do something different, it's still important to have a, a pretty detailed idea of what you want to do and what the costs associated to do that are going to be because that makes it far easier to plan for. All right. And Sam, that's where the Retirement Lifestyle Review comes in. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. It's, it's addressing all of these different factors that we're talking about and helping you through that. A lot of times people will come in and they'll say, well, you know, tell us what we should do. No, that's not our job. We're not supposed to tell you what you should do. We're supposed to be, we're supposed to guide you. We're supposed to counsel you. We're supposed to help you and assist you. And we will make recommendations. We will advise you on things that you should do. But at the end of the day, you have to make the decision because folks, just like the name of this show is your retirement, this is your money. Mm -hmm. It is your money in your retirement. So we want to be a part of that team. We want to be a part of assisting you with that. But at the same time, we want you to understand that you're in control of your retirement. This is absolutely something that you have the control over. It's just a matter of having someone that has your back that will walk you through the process and counsel you and answer your questions without there being some sort of an agenda, without there being some sort of an end game in place so that you get to the place that you want to be. Absolutely. It's all about you. Yeah, and that's what we want to get to. That's right. And that's why you should call 866-203-7486 and uh, visit with Sam, Andy, or Luke at Dual Financial Strategies and get that retirement lifestyle review because it is your retirement. It is your money. And remember, the Dual Financial Strategies is independent. They'll give you the right advice. They're counseling, as uh, Sam says, 866-203-7486. Anywhere in the Fox Valley that you're hearing this program, give a call, no cost, no obligation to make that appointment to talk retirement uh, with uh, maybe a second opinion in your case uh, with dual financial strategies. It's 866-203-7486. 
All right, I know uh, you are all ready to answer questions, aren't you? We have, and we have got some great ones this week from the listeners. That and more when we come right back. We're back on Dual Financial Strategies, your retirement program. Chuck Caton here, and it's uh, one of... Uh, Sam, Andy, and Luke's uh, favorite uh, portions of the program, and that's because they get input from you, the listener, on uh, different, uh, well, various and sundry uh, issues that you may have as you uh, approach or go in or are in retirement. And we're going to start with William in Howard uh, for Sam, uh, who says, uh, William says, my mother, who was a retired federal employee, passed away a couple of months ago. So my sister and I each received a little over $40,000, which was placed in a total control account, uh, which I'd like to get the definition of, I suppose, uh, earning an effective annual yield of just 0.9% until I decide uh, what to do with it. Uh, So... Until I decide what the best way is to earn more interest, I'd like to get some advice on how to do that. So first of all, what uh, I've never heard of a total control account. Is, is that just kind of a temporary account until you uh, settle in the state? Exactly. You know? and, and it was just moved over because she was a federal employee. They okay. just slide it into that type of an account. It's just, a, it's just a fixed basic money market type of an account. Well, she's getting more interest yeah. than I am on my savings account. <laughs> yeah, interestingly yeah. enough, William, uh, as obscene as it sounds, uh, getting 0.9%, what we would call 90 basis points in a fixed savings account that isn't exposed to any risk is not too bad today. Um, but the question, what could you do to earn more interest while you're deciding? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that there is much you could do while you're, you know, that's basically in that type of a format. That is your choice. That's pretty much all you can do. Now, when you get to the point that you decide, hey, I, I want to do this, that, or the other thing with that money, well, now you're obviously, you're going to move that out. You're going to put it under your own titling. You're going to put it under your own account. Uh, and then you would have a myriad of choices as to what you could do with it but in today's world if you can make that type of money in just a fully liquid money market account that's not the worst thing in the world uh the next thing would be moving into like cds or fixed annuities it's interesting like uh, even relatively short-term five-year fixed annuities are starting to approach the high three percent and some of them even breaking into the four percent range so uh if you're a fixed person there are there's certainly more options out there from a guaranteed fixed position than there has been probably in the last i would say five to seven years uh be happy to explore it with you uh, or to see if we can help you move down the road a little bit with that money all right let's go to joseph in kimberly he's got a question for andy here he says i've been putting away a hundred dollars a week for 40 years in a safe i guess he doesn't have a mattress at home so Uh, He did the next best thing, and he says he's got about $192,000 saved now. He says, I've worked the same job for 40 years, but I'm now being forced to retire. But I'm only 54 years old. I don't know what he did at the age of 14, but it might have been a different job there, Andy. But uh, with only $192,000 saved, uh, he wants to know, should I retire or not? Because I was thinking of doing some good saving every payday, but my friends say that's not nearly enough to retire on. Well, um, Joseph, good question as far as I don't know what your lifestyle costs you. So is $192,000 enough? I guess the good news is you don't have to, um, you haven't made a partnership out of Uncle Sam, right? So the, the money in your safe is essentially not going to be forced to be taxed at whatever rate you are paying for an income rate. 
So I guess I would really actually just ask a few more questions of you as to have you done a detailed budget? Do you know what your um, costs are going to be as far as monthly costs? How much of that will be covered by Social Security? And then will how much will you have to tap into your account after that? I'm not sure. So these are definitely questions that we need to explore a little bit further to see if that is something that I'm going to say is enough. Now, as far as being 54, um, I don't know what you enjoy doing, but most people tend to want to be employed fairly close to getting to the Medicare age. Um, oftentimes they depend on their jobs for healthcare. And so it may be a case where the costs associated with the marketplace health insurance um, may put you in a position where it would be much better off if you did have a job and were able to participate in a group plan as opposed to um, having to pay for marketplace insurance. So that's another aspect to consider as you're looking at this time in your life. But 54 is is still pretty young for most people um, to retire at. That is a long retirement. And if you are um, a little bit shy on savings, then that could be a problem. Yeah, I'd say it's a big problem. You got a lot of life to live there and uh, not a lot of money to live it with uh, unless you hit the lottery. Maybe you'll use $192,000 to buy lottery tickets. <laughs> you never know. All right, let's go to Greg and DePere. In retrospect, uh, Luke, he says that I probably made a mistake by not electing to have a spousal benefit for my wife on my military pension, but I can't go back and change it now, so how do I make sure that she'll have enough money remaining uh, to live on, assuming that I die first? Greg, thanks for writing in. Thank you for your service. Um, having served for six years, I appreciate all the sacrifices you made in serving your country for at least 20 years if you're collecting a pension. You've brought up a, a good point. Um, so electing a pension where you have essentially taken that pension single, so it's only going to provide for your lifetime. You're aware of this, but for the other listeners, just wanted to shed some light on that. So effectively, this is only going to pay for you to receive this until you pass away. So the concern is when you pass away, if you were to pass away first, you know, that leaves your wife without that income uh, that you've regularly been planning on. Um, I don't know sort of what your other income is right now what your other expenses are what other assets do you have to live on you know maybe you had a tsp or thrift savings plan that has substantial money in but i think at the end of the day you need to have a dedicated sort of account or pot of money that is there and available to your wife being that you've taken this money single so you may want to consider setting aside a portion of that retirement um, pension and using it to fund some other account to what a common thing is uh, that we see as a strategy today and we help people do is they'll take a pension knowingly single and they'll take the difference between providing, you know, because when you provide for a spousal benefit, they're going to reduce that payment down every month. You can take that difference and use that to fund some life insurance so that if you do pass away early, now there's some tax-free money that's going to roll over to your wife. She can use that to live on. That would be one strategy that we can talk more about. Um, but at the end of the day, you want to have this separate pot of money that is there to help offset the, the costs. All right. Very, very good advice there from Luke. And now, Sam, the final question comes from Ron in Appleton, who is 65 and retired. But here's the bad news. He says, I've got about $50,000 in debt from loans and credit cards. So I'm about to receive $170,000 from my father's estate. 
So uh, my question is, should I pay off all my debt at once with that money? Well, you know, that's a great question, Ron. And, and I probably would bias towards yes. And I will, I will add to the yes is that it, it depends on what is the interest rate on the debt. I'm assuming that if it's loans, we're talking like maybe of car loans or something like that. And credit cards obviously are typically pretty high, high interest. So yeah, it's, it's really, it's a matter of economics run on making decisions about whether you pay off debt or not. We talked about that at length in one of the segments today, but kind of the thumbnail view of that is, is the money that you're going to have, where is it going to be best treated? So if I'm going to put that money in the bank and it's only going to make me a half of a percent, but I'm paying a credit card company 8%, well, that money is best treated by paying off the 8%. You see what I'm saying? You've actually, you've got a gain of 7.5% on that money because if I could only get a half a percent at the bank, but I can stop someone else from charging me 8, well, I've got a net spread there of 7.5%. So that was actually a great, I'm not going to call it an investment, but it was a great money move mm -hmm. to pay off that higher interest debt. The other reason I would say that that's likely a good idea is that the money that's coming from your father's estate, in most instances, we see that money coming from estates is usually not taxable. Or if it is taxable, it's at a very low level. So if you were going to get that money and it was going to push you into another tax bracket or something, that'd be a whole nother conversation. But I would say just from the limited information that I have, looking at paying off that uh, ancillary debt that you have, that would probably be a good thing. And then since you are retired, that would just simply open up more cash flow for you. All right. So uh, excellent questions here once again, Sam. And uh, I think uh, you, Andy, and Luke have uh, uh, done a great job as always. So uh, let's tell our listeners exactly what dual financial strategies can do for them. You know, basically, Chuck, we do for people in these meetings, these retirement lifestyle reviews, we do for them exactly what we've been doing here where we answer questions from listeners. You bring the questions in, your questions. We're not going to be asking you a great number of questions. As a matter of fact, you'll find when you come in, you're going to do a whole lot more talking than we are. We're going to listen. And we're going to listen intently and we're going to listen sincerely because we want to know and we need to know who are you? What are you trying to achieve? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your fears? Because most people come to retirement with more fears than they do have dreams. We have to eliminate and alleviate the fears and get you feeling good about this whole thing before you can allow the positive emotion of the hopes and the dreams to take over. But I will tell you, it's absolutely achievable. We do it every day, every week, every month, after month, after month and it's one of the most satisfying things that we do is walking you to that door of retirement showing you that that door of retirement is absolutely ready to be open for you showing you what's on the other side of it and then after you walk through it being there by your side having your back and getting you all the way through retirement because it's not just getting to retirement that's important we believe that's what's of paramount importance is getting through retirement. Absolutely true. And again, as Sam mentioned, they are independent. They uh, will give you the straight scoop on your retirement. They're not going to just sell you something. So uh, take advantage of their retirement lifestyle review at no cost, no obligation by giving them a call right now at 866-203-7486. Remember, it's all about your retirement and you'll get that book, Purpose Determines Placement, Second Printing. It's been updated by Sam Duell and it's uh, going to be your 
your guide to uh, successful retirement planning. 866-203-7486 is that number. Uh, whether you're listening to us uh, anywhere in the Fox Valley, from Green Bay to Appleton, they've got offices in both those uh, cities, and they want to hear from you. So, again, no cost, no obligation. Make that phone call. And if you're looking for a second opinion, do that as well at 866-203-7486. Well, it's been a wonderful show. And I think, Sam, uh, we've covered a lot of great ground here with uh, Andy and Luke at our side. And now your final thoughts. Oh, yeah, great show. We're so happy that you tuned in this weekend. Hope you took some good, good information away. And we will see you here again next week. Same time, same place. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.